This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Enneagram and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy to have coffee with you today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is another Behind the Curtain episode. For those of you who haven't heard one before, this is just where I share a little bit of behind-the-scenes information, things I'm thinking about, working on, how it feels back here when so much is going on up front. Sometimes a little bit of the the behind-the-scenes gets lost, and I think in the value of transparency. I want to always have space for me to talk about what goes on behind the scenes. So a few things that are happening behind the scenes right now are that we are moving offices. So if you have been here for a while, you might already know that I used to have an office with my best friend, Tyler. We had a shared office downtown where both of our teams could work. He had several of his team members come in every day. My assistant Jenny would come in right toward the end after I hired her to work as well. And now we are, you know, we got hit with COVID and things changed and we hadn't been in the office for several months. And we just kind of realized we weren't going to be for a while. We don't know when the end of all of this is coming and we just don't know what things are going to look like. So we definitely knew that a giant office downtown isn't what we need. The other thing that happened is that we realized how much we liked working from home. But for me, it's not the most practical thing. I have a little one in the house. We have a two-bedroom apartment. Like it's not like we have like multi-levels or I have my own office in the house. Like it's intimate. <laughs> so when I need to record podcasts, I'm having to do it from weird places. I'm having to ask my family to be virtually silent, and it's just not the most functional thing. I think the big kicker for me was I did this four-hour-long live meeting, and I had to do that from my living room because I couldn't like stand or sit for four hours straight to do it, and I didn't have headphones. That, it was just like a whole thing. I didn't have headphones that hooked up to my computer, so it was just like I had to ask my family to be like quiet for four hours in their own house. And that just did not feel right. And so with everything that I do, I record podcasts. I am starting a YouTube channel. I record video for a coffee channel that we do. I do a ton of live workshops and meetings. I just definitely need to have an office, but I don't need that much space. I just need like a good quiet room (laughs) that I can go to that feels peaceful. In addition, a friend of mine, Hillary McBride, she and I talked about her office and just like how nice it feels to have a place that's yours where you can go and you know that it's like your energy is there. And so that's the intention that I'm setting for my new space. I signed a lease last week for a new office that is just mine. And I'm so thrilled to have a place where I can go that is quiet, that is just mine, where I know that like I set the tone for the space. 
I also realized like how often in my life I have given decisions away to people. The office that Tyler and I had together, I loved it. It was beautiful, but he did all of the decoration. Like I didn't do any of it. He really took the lead on that and he's great at it, but there wasn't much of me in there. And even the desk that I bought, I bought because him and my husband wanted them, not because like I wanted it. And so as I'm kind of doing some unlearning around what it means to be a woman and a leader as a female leader, I want to know that like I will make the decisions that are best for me and my business and the best for me and my space and my needs and my joy. And so that's kind of the experiment that this office will be is, can you be the decider for this space? Can you be the decider for the tone of the space, for the decor of the space, for the functionality of the space? Like, make it your own. And so that's the goal. I don't know how long it'll be until I move in officially because I do have some like things I want to do. I want to paint. Um, I have some wallpaper that I want to put up and some furniture to build and that kind of thing. But hopefully very, very soon I will be in there within the next week or two. So that's a big thing going on back here. That in addition to launching a YouTube channel, if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm starting a YouTube channel. The channel isn't just Enneagram though. It's kind of a place for me to put all of my little worlds into one spot. So you might not know this, but I have Enneagram and coffee. I have another Instagram account called Your Coffee at Home where we do coffee tutorials. And then I have my other little world, which is Sarah Jane Case, where I talk about self-advocacy, creativity, staying engaged with humanity and being a human and how to do so with more grace. And well, right now they exist separately. YouTube is the hope that they can be a place where they can exist together so that I can have at least one area of my life where all of these things can play as a team and all of me can be in one spot instead of splitting up my audiences like I typically do. So that's a big experiment that we're doing now. I'm pre-recording a ton of videos and putting them up kind of live one by one. We're going to be releasing two videos a week. So I'm doing all of that right now and launching our Enneagram and Relationships course, which the doors are closed to that, but we're still doing all of the work on uh, getting it ready to be live. Other things that are up are I'm going on vacation. I think when you're listening to this, I will be on vacation. And I'm saying vacation loosely because we're not going anywhere. Like we had originally planned to go to Copenhagen this summer with our little, but obviously we're not doing that. And then we had a backup plan, but it just wasn't the right thing. We just don't really feel good about traveling right now. It doesn't feel like the right decision for both our safety and for the safety of others. We just don't want to cross borders at the moment and... If you're in my Patreon community, you've already heard me talk about this, but we live in a tourist town. And so when people come to visit here, it's kind of a big deal, right? Because it's like you're bringing whatever you have from your town to our town. And a lot of our COVID cases came from tourism. And so I just don't want to be that for someone else's town. (laughs) You know, I don't want to do that somewhere else. So we're staying put. And so we're going to do a big old staycation situation. So we're, I'm really trying to block off my calendar for two full weeks and really just decompress and enjoy being present with my little and my husband and enjoying our company. We bought a Nintendo Switch, so hopefully that will um, keep us nice and entertained. And we're going to do some projects around the house, watch some movies, and just 
relax for hopefully two weeks. I'm trying to make that possible. It's not always easy when you own your own business to take two weeks off. It can be really scary and stressful to take breaks because you just don't know, you know, what's going to happen financially or what's going to happen logistically while you're gone. So I'm really, really wanting to make that a thing that I can do. And fingers crossed, right, that that's going to go down. You guys will know (laughs) if I'm not doing it. You can call me out. But that's the other thing. That's what's going on over here as well. The other thing I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about is with the Black Lives Matter movement, a big fear that I had when I was talking about it was just like, what if this is a thing that feels really powerful right now and then we forget and we don't continue participating and we don't continue pouring into the movement. And so I created a plan for myself as to how I intended to stay connected to the movement and do my part every single month. Um, You might've seen that I did an IGTV video about it. I might've talked about it on the podcast before, but just as a refresher, I'm essentially making it part of my monthly planning process. So when I go in to plan my projects for the month, I have Black Lives Matter as its own project in my planning system, which I use the app called Actions by Moleskin. I know people are going to ask. And I just plan out my tasks for the month and then I break them down by week. So I give them specific days that I'm going to do them so that I'm not overburdening myself at the beginning of the month. But I really am integrating this work into my life every single week of the month. So I don't forget. I don't accidentally check out. And so here is what I plan to do this month as my way of being transparent with the back end of our business, but also as a way to invite you into doing similar work. So if any of the things that I mention here appeal to you, go take the action, do the things. Um, I think it's really worth it. So here is what I'm doing this month. The first one is donating to the Black Voters Matter Fund. A big thing that needs to happen is getting Black voters to the polls in November so that they can be accurately represented in our government. At this moment, there are so many obstacles in the way of most Black citizens getting to vote that the turnout can be inhibited. And so the Black Voters Matter Fund focuses on standing in the gap between Black people and getting their votes counted. So um, I'm going to donate to that organization. Then we have, I want to do like a habit every month. So the July habit is spend money, more money in Black-owned businesses. And actually the day that I'm recording this is Blackout Tuesday, where you are encouraged to primarily spend your money in Black-owned businesses. And so while I'm doing that, and you guys I did do a post in the feed with, I featured several black owned businesses that I love to support. If you were looking for suggestions or kind of an idea of where to start, that might be a good place to go. I also want to give myself the challenge of if I'm going to order it from Amazon or order it from Target, then I can also choose to reverse search and see if there's a black owned business that sells something similar that I could buy instead. If I'm going to buy a moisturizer, I could buy it from a black owned business. If I'm going to buy dry shampoo, I can buy it from a black owned business. If I'm going to buy plant starters, I can buy it from a black owned business. Um, And just infusing my money back into the black community where I could be spending it giving Amazon more money, which they just don't need. (laughs) So um, that's that. 
The third is signing all of the petitions for justice. So there are so many petitions for people who have not seen justice for the murders of people by the police. And so I want to go sign all of those petitions and make sure that I'm using my voice to advocate for a less corrupt system. The next one is I try to read a book a month. I've just finished my last book, which is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Highly recommend. But my next book, I want to make sure I'm reading a Black author. Um, I think this kind of bleeds into the next point. Um, So I will kind of join them together at this point. But I really believe that representation privately and publicly is really important in terms of changing your inner narrative around activist work. And I I saw this in my own journey to body positivity. Um, My own inner voice about my own body changed dramatically when I started following people who looked like me and seeing bodies like mine doing things. And, and I know it's the same for a lot of my thin friends when they started following plus size people, fat body people online, they started to see them differently. You start to see people differently. And so I think that there's a personal obligation for me to make sure that I have plenty of black voices in my feed, which thankfully I do at this point. I feel so thrilled with the diversity on my feed, but also in the media that I'm consuming. I've thought about this a lot. Like I do not want to be only amplifying black voices because they're black. I want to be amplifying black voices because I am integrating learning from Black authors, Black teachers, Black coaches. I want to be consistently aware of who the Black leaders are in my life so that I can share them outside of the Black Lives Matter movement, just in general. Like, this isn't... They, I, I hate the idea that, like, I share a Black author because they're a Black author. Like, I should share authors And Black authors should be among them because I should be diversifying the people who I'm reading, right? So that's been a big point for me recently is just making sure that my internal experience has representation and then also making sure that my external sharing has representation. So thinking about the TV shows that I put on the feed in Enneagram and Coffee And just how white they are. Just like how many white people are in them. And how many shows I love that have plenty of black people in them, but I'm not sharing those. And so making a point that when I do a TV show post to include diversity, to include representation of different types of people. I cannot tell you the amount of awareness I have now on If you come to my feed and you are a person of color, I want to know that you feel safe there, that you feel like this is a place for you, that it's not just a place for like another white person's Enneagram account. Like it is, but I also want it to be clear that it's for everybody and that I see you. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's so important. And I know that I have felt that as it's not the same. But with, with body image stuff, when I go to a clothing store and I don't see anyone with my body type, even if they carry my size, like they don't feel like they're for me. You know what I mean? And I want to make sure that that's not the message that I'm sending. So representation is being a high priority, both privately and publicly. And then finally, I want to hold a letter writing party 
for writing letters to seeking justice, seeking reform for the systems that are not working for Black people in our country right now. And I think, obviously, I'm not going to do this in person. I'm going to do it virtually. I don't know how yet. It might just be my friends. It might be a call to the public to join me to do it live. However we decide to do it, I really want to navigate it well. So it's kind of one of the last things I'm going to do this month because I need some time to really think about how to do it appropriately because it's like a tender thing, right? I don't want to like center myself, um, but I also don't want to not do the work and I don't want to not call other people into doing the work. So I'm just trying to like listen and pay attention and see how, see what the best way to do this feels. But that is kind of the things that I plan to do this month. Let me know if you want regular updates on this. I think a lot of you are very interested. A lot of you see the need for this. So if you want me to do monthly reports on this, I'm happy to do that. That's kind of the behind the scenes over here. We've got the office. We've got YouTube. Trying to go on vacation. Black Lives Matter movement. Um, That's kind of the main areas in which my attention is going. That and, and the course that we put out this month. So yeah, that's what's going on. I am so pumped to share with you the new office sometime soon when we're all settled in. I have a lot of work to do in there, but once it's done, I will definitely give you a tour. I'm doing a a, kind of a YouTube video of the process as we go. So I will share that as well. In general, thank you guys so much for being here. I am thrilled to know you and have you in my community. If you aren't already a patron and you want to hang out virtually together and talk about the Enneagram, we should do it. Um, Patreon.com slash Enneagram and coffee. You can join for as low as $5 a month and you get an extra podcast from you a week as well as a monthly live call where we just talk all things Enneagram. So let me know if that's something you're interested in. Well, let me know by going to patreon.com slash Enneagram and coffee and subscribing for either $5 or $10 a month, depending on which tier feels best for you. And your support is so appreciated, especially right now. It's a weird time. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. And those of you who write reviews, thank you times 3 million. The reviews are a really big deal for me as a podcaster. So when you do that, it means a lot. So thank you guys so much for doing that and for being here. And I will see you in the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.